0: You, well, you this, week, that cool? <laughs> this week we're Reliving the Extreme, <laughs> we are taking a look at the episode of BCW from July the 11th, 1995. Nate Maxon with you,
1: along with my brother Aaron. Hello. Welcome, everybody, to Reliving the Roast of Luthez.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: A little bonus
0: there. Luthez stinks. But uh, the man who said it, <laughs> Mr. Chad Austin as well.
2: Reliving the Fez. <laughs> I'd rather be talking about Ron and Fez. Fucking Luthez. Fucking idiot. I hope he gets plantar fasciitis. Well, he's already been planted, right? Yeah, he's dead. He's dead, right?
0: Oh, yeah, he's long dead.
2: Oh, uh, so he did get plantar fasciitis. All right, whatever.
0: Yeah, Gopher's his mailman. It's all right. It's fine. <laughs> He wouldn't have listened to this anyway because he wouldn't have known how to work the technology.
2: Oh, he would have. He would have known. He was just too busy keeping little cameo things on his belt. Little cameo pictures.
0: Speaking of speaking of somebody not knowing technology or somebody old using technology, have you, Chad? Have you heard? You're on Twitter, I think. Um, have you seen on Twitter the guy that has? He he has like AI, and he has all these. He has a way to use Gorilla Monsoon's voice, and he actually has what? What if Gorilla Monsoon had a podcast?
2: Oh, it'd be SRO signs out all over the place. Man,
0: it is funny shit.
2: No, I haven't seen it. I mean, Twitter is like my secondary form of social media for me. No, I haven't seen it, but yeah, I mean, if you tag if you tag me in it, because I do check Twitter like every day. But it's normally like, you know, normally I, I go I go to the Facebook because my wife's, you know what I mean? All that shit. Yeah, but I, let me let me let me in on this a little bit of this action. I like to see that girl of my soon. I'm going to try to find one. That could be a new segment on the show. <laughs> what would the fake girl, what would the AI girl of my soon say?
0: Let me see here. And then yes, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get into our ECW episode. But and Which this is very guy, good, th- by the way. This guy can this guy can sue me for playing his shit if he wants me to, but I'm putting him over, so I don't think he so let's listen to this. Just one little episode here. Is it the guy from the fucking Israel that's on the Cornette
2: show?
3: No. Uh-
2: Hi.
3: Let's see. Uh, what day is it? Wednesday? All right then. They all blend together when you get to my age. Anyway, please be sure to follow Billy Jack Horrible here who makes these and those <laughs> where he talks into microphones. And here you hear you. Click his pinned tweet. OK, there's good free stuff there. You'll like it i'd like everyone to welcome back the todster todd pettengill hey thanks gorilla man what a great feeling to be back here huh it's like andrew dice clay yeah yeah quiet uh, so todd my first question is remember when you bleached your hair ah, yeah i remember that it was actually frosted tips it was all the rage back then sounds like a cereal ah, well yeah it's kind of like frosted flakes anyway know, with Tony Hey, C- important people talk in here they're great you looked like that guy that eats all of the food in the diners and drives or whatever. Oh, uh Gary? No. When head shrinker Fatou was talking about making a difference in 1995, is it possible he was talking about his pants? Doc Hendricks? Who the hell came up with that name? Yeah, sure. Here's a guy who vaguely likes music or some shit, looks like a sleazy game show host, sounds like an asshole, and he just so happens to have the same last name as a legendary guitarist. And uh, Doc, is that Don Dockin? doc severinson oh whatever it's all bad highly unlikely i'm gonna answer this guy's email gene what's that story about morton downey Jr.? oh oh i remember this. goodness alive what a disturbance this fucking guy caused <laughs> yes he sure did it was wrestlemania four in atlantic city five. new WrestleMania jersey five. what five gene uh, Not more. oh who fucking cares same shithole of an arena huh, got a point yeah and anyway it's about two hours before the show and morton downey los angeles california he comes up to me and says uh hey got any cigarettes he didn't bring his own and i said no only the funny cigarettes if you know what i mean oh boy oh he means the ones made out of candy yeah eat crabs heenan no clue what that means i like crab cakes it means keep your damn mouth shut what a big grouch especially with uh, some tartar sauce so any fucking way he says to me (laughs) well i need some real cigarettes cheap bastard and he goes to i don't know pat patterson or somebody get some fucking smokes lights one up right in front of my face and i said hey don't uh, smoke it's a joke what That's not what you said. What? No, that's what I said. No, you said put that... No, you're thinking of another time. Oh, come on, Gene. People all over Twitter were probably expecting you to say something else. What the fuck is Twitter? No time, pin tweet. Will you stop? Hi. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: they literally do that all with
2: AI. (laughs) That was Gorilla in there? Well, Yeah. All I heard was me, mean, well, uh, mean Gene. I mean, because I've met me Gene a couple times, and yeah, he's a, You know, he's a cusser. <laughs> but I was like, who was the other guy?
0: It was Mean or Gorilla Monsoon and Todd Pettengill. I mean,
2: Todd Pettengill, I got, but that did not sound like Gorilla. No, no, it totally did not. It did not sound like Gorilla Monsoon on my end whatsoever. <laughs> It, I like literally. I, I thought it was like just some other guy that just felt in. <laughs> I, I'm just like, what, what? How does guys know so much about me? You know what I mean? I'm like, who is? It, it did not sound like Girl of Monsoon at all. It didn't sound like Gino. Holy shit, man! That's that's some that's some good shit. Yeah, that was funny, man. That was that was good stuff. But now that I really know that it's Gino, the, uh, the but yeah, there's like.
0: 75 episodes out of that on Twitter. So if you ever get a chance to check it out, it's pretty funny. Um, the episode of ECW that we're reviewing is July the 11th, 1995. And we start the episode off with our very own Mr. Chad Austin in a uh, all-star tag team match here.
2: Fuck yeah, it was, Chad, buddy.
0: Chad teaming up with the Broad Street Bully against Donnie Allen and Dino Sendoff.
2: Fuck yeah, it was, buddy. Uh, I mean, I'm waiting. I'll let you guys beat me up for a minute.
0: (laughs) Well, the crowd, the ECW crowd, did enough of that, (laughs) and so did Joey on commentary. Which I mean, I I know he was selling the point of the story they're trying to tell because obviously the uh, anybody that watches this match start knows how it's going to end, but the uh, the ecw crowd during this match giving a you all suck chant to the four guys in the ring as they're all sitting outside the ring not being able to wrestle at all i'm just saying but um the let me see donnie and dino two of your buddies right
2: i mean at the time i mean we were all, you know reduced to that little spot in the locker room
4: um, but oh, go ahead. i, go
2: ahead, I will say this uh, before you guys go with any further This was one of them matches that, again, that I was allowed to book. Like, I booked a match. Uh, That's exactly what Paul wanted. You know how it fell apart? Yeah. That's what Paul wanted. Like, he asked for that specifically, to find a spot to where you guys start to fall apart and get the crowd to chant, you suck, you guys suck. And, you know, being who was in the ring, 'Cause Donnie didn't give a shit. I mean, Donnie was probably my senior anyway, there. And um, whatever Dino, whatever, another Jeroni Um, like they were all just guys that were just hams anyway. And he was like, Hey, Chad, you put it together and then you you call for the spot, <laughs> you know, like you you booked a spot where um the you know, where the match falls apart. And that's why I booked the spot where you can see where obviously I'm standing in a ring way too long, like about about four seconds, about four or five seconds too long, to where they really do the spot where they throw the guy into the ropes and then the dude hits me, then I fall through the ropes kind of thing. Yeah, And that was that was my booking. That was my like that was kind of like my signal to Paul, to like when it, when we do this, that's gonna be the cue to like this match falls apart, <laughs> and and, and it, it's great how it does fall apart because it actually looks it looks so bad on TV that it actually looks kind of good I think yeah, I was gonna
0: say it now knowing it was intentional good work
2: <laughs> I mean yeah I mean because it, it, it was supposed to it was supposed to come across like these guys don't know what they're doing kind of thing you know let's let's get them out of there and all four of us knew I mean look, look at the credentials that all four of us had except maybe Dino sendoff. You know, my, um, Don Donnie's been there forever. I've been there forever. You know, we we had all been there and we all wrestled for you know for years. So it was like, uh, I'm just like wondering that what did Paul really think about my work when he wants me to fuck a match up? Yeah, <laughs> well, what, is that, am I, who do you go to when you want to watch
1: a match fail? <laughs> we'll go over to the chat. How is, can this match fail? Sense? It it takes intelligence to be able to make something not good. Well, I mean as that what after I watched it, I'm just going
2: like, damn, I was pretty solid in that. Like I booked that I booked that pretty solid. Like everything, everything looked good right from the start, right? Yeah. It's I mean, hard you know,
1: to it, it's it's hard to intentionally like Steve McMichael.
2: Yeah, I mean, right, me. right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's 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 crazy like how you start to match out, and, and anybody at the ECW arena that night or whatever thinks, all right, this is just going to be the match that's going to open the night up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like maybe one of these four guys is going to be somebody they're going to do something with, or there's something going on with one of these four guys, and then like what, two and a half minutes in, it's uh, you know, uh, it's a disaster. Me and Dino are bumping into each other, you know. And, <laughs> And, and and what what did you what did you want the crowd to do you know Yackety this Sacks is awesome is playing. what's that?
0: i said yakety sax is playing yeah people are bumping into each other papers are flying everywhere
2: <laughs> dude i mean like that's that's exactly the way that's exa- that's exactly the way paul wanted that match to be booked i mean like cause he he wanted nothing to do with it
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know it it wasn't all it was was Hey, what's up, DJ? All it all was was a vehicle to get the people just to start chanting nine one one, and it was like, all right, because um, that could have been one of the nights where people relate to, because I I really think they kind of gave us a little bit of time, like a little bit more time than we would normally have, mm-hmm. like for that situation. Because I mean, what? Fast forward know, a month, not even a month, two weeks later, you know, once me and Dino hit the ring or whatever, it was nine one one. Just, so it was kind of like all right, we're 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 setting this up to where every time you see these guys, <laughs> you just start chatting 911.
0: And that is what we get here is 911 comes out and it's choke slams all around for everybody. And I did think it was funny that after the whole choke slam deal. They just showed that little clip of, of Bill Alfonso creeping around back there by the bushes, back back by the plants at the entranceway, not wanting to be seen by Paulie and nine one one. But I thought that was a fun little visual of of uh, Alfonso yeah. Yeah, you know sneaky little lass. I don't think that actually happened in real time. No, something they fl- maybe they filmed it later or earlier and and clipped it in then.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because I don't remember. I don't. I don't. I don't remember any of that. Um, Happened at a time, not not nor would it had anything to do with me anyway. Whether right. it would have, you know what I mean? It's not like it. We're, all right, now after he names, you guys thirty times, you're gonna lay there and Bill Afonso's gonna walk out. We never, <laughs> we were never around for an information. But after I watched it, it kind of did seem like it was, it was added. I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that that's what I think about the whole thing.
1: It's not the first time Bill Afonso was probably hanging out, creepy in some. Pushes, oh, are you gonna get?
2: You, oh, are you, are you gonna get in the locker room more creepier than Bill Alfonso? Man, he he was shut. He was shut every fucking shitty wrestling company down, but he wouldn't shut any human trafficking down, any child pornography ring. He shutting that down because he works for the state commission, <laughs> <laughs> not not the state pathetic commission.
0: Aaron,
2: your final thoughts
0: on this segment before we roll on.
1: Oh, no, it was it was booked how it was supposed to be booked and it came off good. Joey had a f- funny line when he was like, Nobody's watching this, so then he was just joke around. And he was like, Welcome to WCW Slambery where you can't tell the talent from the legends.
2: Yeah, Nobody dude. I mean, I thought I thought that was great. Of course that was imposed. But I mean, I mean, I'll get I, I will totally give myself a pat on the back for being the guy that orchestrated how bad that match was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Joey just going, oh man! Joey just going, oh man! This match is bad. That was funny. It's never going to see the light of day. Yes, this, this is bad. It's never going to see the Didn't light he of say, day. <laughs> yeah, he
2: did. He did. He, this he one, said. This <laughs> he said. He said. What did he say? This match is never going to air, <laughs> or, or or this match is never going to see the light of day. And I'm like, when I'm watching it in post, I'm just like, all right, well, I did my job. I stunk the best I could. Mission accomplished. Yeah.
0: Well, the next match on the show is uh, our man Hack Myers against
1: the oddly built Big Val Puccio. Oh, good, man. Big Cuccio. If you're, if, you're <laughs> if you're 900 pounds, you don't have to layer up. Like, he's wearing, like, 15 shirts, which makes it oh. even more awkward.
2: And he's and he's pulling them down like, like he's like he's almost like a circus act trying to take him off. Like you know, you ever see the guy that takes off like forty t-shirts, like in you know, how the hell are you wearing he, he he's he's underneath he's underneath his big fat rolls He's shaped, pulling down shirts.
0: He's shaped like SpongeBob square pants.
2: <laughs> he's just shaped. That motherfucker <laughs> is a shape, man. <laughs> I I don't know what that guy, I don't know what that guy expected, like, to come to ECW, what he he thought. That's clearly, he's a New York guy, uh, you know, an indie guy that Paul knew, whatever. Well,
0: the the funny thing you mentioned that, because I was drinking while I was watching this, and I was stupid and curious, I actually looked him up on Wikipedia, because I didn't know what the guy's story was. Apparently, he wrestled in IWCCW, of course. With some, other, with some other guy, as they were a big fat team called The Undertakers. And then, apparently, they actually wrestled in 92 for a while on the road. They never made TV, but they wrestled on the road for the WWF, and they were called a double trouble. They had matches with, like, the Bushwhackers and Natural Disasters. And so, apparently, this guy wrestled for the WWF, but they were smart enough to never put him on TV.
2: He was one of The Undertaker's. Yes. Do you know the story about that? I do not. Do you know the uh, the reason why they got jobs at the WWE? Is it was
1: because, because
2: did they trademarked The Undertaker? Yes.
0: Ah, that's fucking crazy.
2: <laughs> yes. And up here in the Northeast, very familiar with these two fat pieces of garbage as The Undertaker's. Oh, my God, because I used to – I clamored for IWCCW. Oh, my God, that was that was my Saturday night live of wrestling. And it was supposed to be taken serious. So it wasn't supposed to be a joke. But, I, like, I, I would get tapes of IWCCW and on Saturday night. When I'm out with my friends and I'm going home, I'd go upstairs or I'd have everybody come in. We we're going to watch an hour of IWCCW. I didn't know that fucking Big Valpucio was one of them fucking jabroni undertakers. Oh, they were terrible. And he was terrible. So imagine how bad the other one was. (laughs) He had the one that didn't make it. Jesus Christ. The the other taker. Holy shit. (laughs) I'm I'm glad you said that, man. Because now I got to go back and find that. I I I actually want to go back and see that. And because I mean, because Val looked like he was way bigger than them two, than one of them two fat Fox.
0: Well, this I mean, is ninety five. Really he's nature. had a few. He's had a few years. He's had a few years to hit up Arby's some more. You know. No, he's I'm talking late. about.
2: I'm talking about he's... taller. Oh, okay. Because because the Undertaker from Savoldi's IWCCW, to me, they were always bowling pins. They were, you know, they were always bottom heavy and you know, but but short. At the same time. But yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, they were terrible. Do yourself a favor and go back and, and watch an hour of IWCCW a week. If you're ever having a bad day, you're not having a a, a, bad, a, a worse day than Eric Spracia Or, or any, of them, any of them fucking hams from IWCCW. Aaron,
0: your thoughts on this match? Or what it was? Uh, it was, it was
2: <laughs> what it was.
1: Um, big, big coochie. He just hits like fifteen like splashes in the corner.
4: And then he you say mixed hits the big coochie
1: splash. Big splashes in the corner. Then he hits the big coo- coochie splash on the on the fucking mat, and then he misses an elbow and hack pins him. It's trash.
2: No so hack doesn't pin him.
1: Yeah, he does. He
2: just he rolls over and puts his arm on him. Oh, yeah! While yeah. he's selling I just
4: like, didn't think anything of it
2: Well he didn't pin him Like I mean he pinned him, pinned him per se But it wasn't like he rolled over After the big fucking Val Puccio Splash that he missed And like covered him and hooked him He literally just draped his Elbow over his Big, greasy Sicilian chin <laughs> And the referee counted Three Yeah,
1: I think I think Big Cuccio has become my least favorite wrestler. Ever, ever,
2: maybe ever. Oh, good lord! That's saying a lot, Carly Um, Mo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, SpongeBob Puccio. After this, uh, SpongeBob Puccio. After after Hack pins him by, like Chad said, he he gets the arm on him. You know, he's not he's, you know, essentially Hacks not necessarily conscious in this whole situation. He's just reacting to the fact that this fat guy just missed an elbow beside him. So he takes the opportunity, gets the uh, the pin with the arm over Puccio. And then, um, of course, he gets uh, another big another couple of big splashes for his trouble.
2: I did. I I told you I'll tell you what I would have done after watching that. I was. I was a little pissed off at the fact that that's how they booked hack against him. Considering you're not bringing fucking big poochie neck back. Um, you know, at least you're bringing him back one more time to get choked.
4: What's
1: that? Because I think big Cuccio is coming back. I think he's going to be at this heat wave thing coming up. Like him and a Hacker going to have a match. Cause hack wants revenge.
2: Right. I mean, um, so, oh, so Hack does actually get 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 a chance to give him his finish?
1: If what Joey was saying is on it this, is, it sounds like because he mentions the reason they're showing it is because guys are going to have a rematch at Heat Wave. Oh. Yeah, I mean, totally.
2: So I the,
1: coochie, had, the coochie's
2: I would have had that big fat fucker, like, put Hack in the corner and then go for a splash, you know, miss the splash and let Hack hit his finish. So... That's probably what they did if they had a rematch. I would have been like, You ain't doing Hack any favors if all he did was roll over and by accident put his elbow on fucking Big Val fucking sloppy ass and, you know, and and give him the win. That wasn't really getting Hack over anymore. But if if you said that he had another match, then that makes sense.
0: And we will most likely see that next week because that's what we'll be reviewing next week is the Heat Wave show, uh, Heat Wave ninety five. So we'll find out next week if that match does take place. But Aaron's correct; Joey does hype when he wrote, goes down the card for this Saturday at Heat Wave that that is one of the matches coming up. That sold hey. a lot
2: of tickets.
1: <laughs> I mean, probably made, probably made people not show up.
2: <laughs> yeah. <it did. laughs> They were looking to see what Carluzzo was doing across the river. Yeah,
1: I was gonna go to the
2: ECW <laughs> arena, but
0: they got
1: big, they got big coochie again.
2: They got they got bad coochie. <laughs> no good. Mess you up, bad coochie. <laughs> if you're gonna do anything with that guy, just do as much as you can without actually having any physical conversations. You know what I mean? Why not? You have a big, you have a big, gigantic bowling pin there. It's like he's wearing a Fortnite costume or some shit. <laughs> and you know, I mean, if you, if you have access to a slob like that, you know, and, and take full advantage of it, and just go out there and you know verbally embarrass the guy. You know, look at him. He's like, an, he's like doing the axle. He's constantly pulling his shirt down. You don't want to, you know, we don't want anybody, you don't want anybody to see that little hair, that tough. of hair around his side, his love handles. Awful.
0: Well, the next thing we get on the show here is the first appearance of the Dudleys on ECW TV. And of course, this is the original ones. It's Dudley Dudley and Little Snot Dudley against the Pitbulls. This is a, yeah, okay. I wanted to make sure, right? This is the first appearance we've seen them, right? We haven't seen them in a promo or anything yet.
2: No, the Dudleys nah. didn't I don't the Dudleys do didn't have a debut, like a vignette debut.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think so. I was like when we were when I was watching this, I went through my notes and I was like, Well, I don't have anything on here about we've ever seen them yet. So did they did they do they did this gimmick before ECW, right, Chad? No. No? <laughs>
1: no. Oh, this was all Raven's idea.
2: Yeah, and Aaron, I mean, obviously, you. Um, this is a favor of yours. What, what more insight do you have? Or maybe I could fill in some of your gaps if you, don't, if you have any.
1: Well, I don't have any insight information on it. Other the fact that I just know that Raven came up with the gimmick because he was a Slapshots fan and one of just kind of these eclectic group of weird fucking guys that were just tough and that's why they ended up, he created it or whatever in his mind. And I don't know if he booked the actual guys to do the part or whatever, but I know that he probably gave the idea to Paul and Paul ran with it. Yeah. Do you know, do you know who the guys were?
2: The original Dudley uh,
1: guys? I mean, I, not their previous whatever.
2: Well, it was – uh, one of them was Anthony Michaels, who if you look up about six months – Seven months prior to that gimmick, he was in USWA. He was definitely an indie guy. I don't know where he was from, but to me, it would seem like he would have had to have been from the Northeast. For him to wind up in ECW, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he would have had to have been a New York guy. And who was the other Dudley guy? Uh, Jeff Bradley. That was a Florida guy that uh, worked. Jeff Bradley worked at Florida Independence. And um, I think they may have. Have we done Florida yet? When they came to, point, to Florida, yeah. So he he may have been a guy that may have worked underneath at a, at a, at a Florida show, somehow and didn't make TV, you know, and and then, um, like I, like like you said, Aaron Raven Raven had the characters, the Dudley Boy's gimmick, which it's to me it's it's not only is it a, only a Hall of Fame gimmick, it's it's right up there with like. The sheep herders, as far as like tag teams, because you, you, you're you never going to think of one without the other, you know. Right. It doesn't matter if it's Bushwhacker Luke or Bushwhacker uh, the other guy, it's you know, I mean, it's, it's the Dudleys that that was always top billing. It was the Dudley brothers, the Dudley boys, and and they they were the first uh couple guys. And again, when I when I, when I worked them. I had to I had to kinda explain to them this is what ECW is. Like I worked that no, I worked I worked one of them guys and then I worked the fucking idiot dances with Downs Dudley, whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> I had to work that fucking Dudley formation. And I was like, dude, this is ECW, this is what we are. This is how you gotta beat us, you know what I mean? Because because the, the other guy dances with Dallas Dudley, he even came from IWC. Like, oh my God! Why don't you just get Joseph oldie to book this crap? <laughs> but the Dudley guys, I mean, look 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 at how far they went. You know, it wasn't it wasn't long after this that you didn't that you started seeing the, a missing Dudley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, they- it definitely wasn't far after this.
0: I was gonna say they they essentially what they did was they uh, they spend about what what would you say six months to eight months and we'll get into it but they spend about six to eight months throwing shit against the wall who's gonna work out who's gonna pan out and then they find they find their ultimately they find their combination with Bubba and Devon.
2: Well, it it, it sat, it's it looks to me on paper economics. Why are we gonna fucking bring in Jeff Bradley all the way from Florida? You know, right? One hundred and fifty dollars. Each way, plane ticket, travel, put them up, pay them. Talking about a 500 hour weekend for Jeff Bradley. You You know what I mean? And then the other fucking goof, when we can just go out and basically go out in the crowd or call Johnny, Johnny Rods, you know, and say, who do you got? And that's where bubble comes in right there. Boom. Johnny Rods wrestling school. That's where bubble comes in at. And that's where all the fucking Dudleys that were worth their weight or would come in at.
0: But yeah, like I said in this match, folks, it's the Pitbulls um against Dudley Dudley and Snot Dudley, along with Big Dick Dudley, of course, at ringside. Um Aaron, it's your notes on Big Coochie. <laughs> Aaron, your notes on the
1: match itself. <clears throat> um Big Coochie Dudley. <laughs> Big Coochie Dudley. <laughs> But going in at first, like watching the match, I'm like, this is going longer than what it should. But then I realized what story they were telling. So that made sense with with uh, um, Francine being at ringside and kissing Stevie. And then the big fight happens and Raven goes away. And then the Pitbulls seem lost. And that's when they start losing the advantage. I mean, all together it was really actually a pretty good put together match, in my opinion. And I'm sure Ray put all
0: this together.
1: Yeah, nobody was expecting nobody in that crowd was expecting the Dudley Boys to win, you know. So I, I liked it.
2: Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I I remember sitting in the locker room, man. That Philly crowd, they knew that gimmick as soon. Highway to Hell is what they came out to. That ECW crowd, they as soon as they heard that music, which I don't think had anything to do with the Dudley with the with the characters. Like originally, I just think like that music was so loud in that arena, and they played Highway to Hell that you could have sent fucking me and her Herveste Beneficio, whatever, <laughs> out there, <laughs> and the crowd just would have popped. But yeah, dude, that that was like that. That to me, I think is one of the one of one of the better debuts of you know kind of a, of a tag team because it's like it there. It's Pauly. All right, I I I, th- I thought about this earlier. Now we're looking at. Paulie is starting to really starting to develop guys. In house, right? I mean, you're no longer seeing Sherry, you know, the Sherry as much as you know, or the guys that are brought in, you know, one time guys. Yeah. For the week. Road Warrior Hawks. Get, you, you, yeah, I was
0: gonna say you don't got your Tully Blanchards and your Road Warrior Hawks.
2: Right. And and they're start he's starting to develop characters and, and they're and they're decent characters, you know? There are people the crowd got into. They got behind. And they they weren't just jabroni guys. they know, you know, hot dog fucking Henderson. You know what I mean or whatever. They, these guys had substance. They had backstory, which was important. You know, which was important. They had they you know they were brothers. They had gotten to the whole inbred. I don't know all that whatever traveling. It's six implied six though. It's, it's
1: implied. It's implied though because they say they're from the hills. So oh yeah, it's yeah, implied. Yeah,
2: I got. I got you. If that's what if that's what they mean by you know from the hills, <laughs> the Whitakers. <laughs> this for the soft white underbelly of Dunleyville. <laughs> that's what they were from. Yeah, it was good, man. That was a great debut. You know, great a great original act. The crowd took to you can't you can't get any better than that, right? Exactly, and uh, like Aaron said.
0: Um, Steve Richards, of course, gets distracted by his number one fan, Francine, on the outside, which brings Beulah over. There's a catfight between Francine and Beulah. And then Raven takes uh, Beulah and Stevie back to the locker room away from ringside, which distracts the pit bulls that are pissed that their boss has left them high and dry. And the, uh, the Dudleys wind up getting the win because the pit bulls are distracted. We come back after the break. And Joey has a uh, promo at ringside with the pit bulls who are screaming unintelligibly shit
1: that I didn't understand. Dude, the pit bulls are terrible. <laughs> Fucking Gary Wolf. Gary Wolf says that they are the victim of the first, the worst um, um, two Ws in wrestling or in the world. And he's like, Do you know what those are? And Joey's like, I don't know. And then Gary Wolf says, Unreliable and undependable.
2: But W's?
1: <laughs> I didn't. Yes. Yeah, that's what he says. He said, We were the victims of the two worst W's in the world. If he wouldn't have put uh. double in the middle of it, it would have made sense if he would have just said we were the victims of the first, the worst two U's in wrestling. But he he had to put two and double right next to each other, which means the same thing. So it sounded like he said W, and then Durante's like, "Yeah, unreliable and undependable."
2: <laughs> well, that's what we got you on the show for, Aaron. <laughs> like
4: I, Aaron's
0: our Aaron's our find the idiot department here. Yeah.
1: Like
2: we Aaron, you don't know that me it. and Nate talked off air and we only we're only keeping you around so you can decipher the Pitbulls promos. <laughs> cool.
3: Yeah, we we were like
2: it's time it's time for you to go on a future endeavor with Archie. But uh he's <laughs> like but uh, but Nate he went to your defense and said, But he could he can understand what the Pitbulls are saying. I said, oh, let's keep him okay. a few more weeks. Right.
1: I was <laughs> worried when they got rid of Belomo. I'm like, what am I gonna do now?
2: <laughs> <coughs> shit bull stories <laughs> Jesus, <Jeez>, a whiz
0: <laughs> well the victims of the two worst w's that start with you are uh, also in our next segment because joey takes us into he goes later that night the pit bulls etc cetera, etc and we join in progress the mixed match with luna and tommy dreamer against raven and stevie richards and, of course, Luna's beating the shit out of Stevie. Um, Dreamer and Raven are doing their thing. We don't see much of the actual match, though, obviously, because the point is to get to the pit bulls.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Luna was just there to show that there was a star in the building. Uh, you know, anybody tuning in late, which I doubt there really was, but, you know, anybody who wasn't really up to speed with ECW or whatever, oh, it's Luna, who everybody loves, you know. Ain't anybody in that locker room wanna say a bad word about Luna. You know, as far as how great she is. So yeah. Just show the clip of him or her or whatever the fuck they are, beating up Stevie, you know, pounding him all over the arena. And that, hey that's that's classic. You can never go wrong with Luna booking her.
0: So uh like I said, the uh the essentially the pit bulls come out because um Dreamer and Luna are getting the advantage over Raven and uh, and Richards. Then the Pit Bulls come out, of course, because uh, obviously Raven thinks that they're going to help him and Richards, and
1: Richards is goading them, them to – go ahead, Aaron. Just to say they need that retard strength from the Pit Bulls. Uh, is
2: that kind of show? <laughs> <laughs> Special needs strength. The Pit Bulls show up and they're like,
0: hey,
3: you guys.
2: No, no,
0: the, the, <laughs> Richards is encouraging <laughs> Richards is encouraging the pitbulls to give the, uh, the super bomb to Luna instead they turn on Richards and Ravens Ravens? Multiple I guess no,
4: It's
2: uh, probably because like Air is right, they were stupid <laughs> <laughs> they, they, didn't know who, they didn't know who they were telling them to turn on to <laughs> hey, Which one of you guys <laughs> <laughs> it's right. Aaron, you're right. They were stupid. <laughs> Which, I mean, seriously, aren't the pit bulls always stupid when they don't have a manager? <laughs> They're always dumb. <laughs> like they were tag team champions, what, three, I don't know, a couple times when they had Jason or whatever as their manager. And then after that, you got Gary losing to me. You know, <laughs> I mean, man, they fell apart. Fucking idiots. <laughs>
1: Gary Wolf's dead, right?
2: No, <laughs> uh, I just check it.
1: <laughs> He's still alive. I haven't heard anything. Eventually, it's going to work out for you. <laughs> Every week, <laughs> we, got, we got
0: we got to make a promise. We got to <laughs> make a, It's I'm I'm, re- I'm recording it right now. I'm recording it when uh, and and God rest him when he does. But when Gary Wolf passes away. We have to start. I can't lead. I can't start that show. Chad has to start that show by going Gary Wolf's dead, right?
2: Could <laughs> be like a six and a half bell salute. <laughs> it's gonna, enough, enough.
1: Like a, like a Walter Cronkite type thing or whatever. When Kennedy got shot,
2: you're going to hear a typewriter in the background. Gary Wolf has passed away. <laughs>
1: yes, <that's... laughs> the age of fifty-seven. We have lost. America's greatest hero, Gary Wolf,
0: the man, the man who was the victim of two W's, E C W.
2: Oh, that's gonna be that's going be a classic episode. I don't think Walter Cronkite's gonna do it though. He no, is, he is dead. So yeah. oh yeah, you're
0: gonna,
2: oh, have he, to, you're
0: gonna have to settle for me, folks. I'm sorry. It's
2: just the way it's gonna happen. Uh, fuck Gary Wolf too. I'll
0: get a little desk with the coffee and a cigarette. I'll be fine. I'll look like a news anchor from nineteen
2: sixty-three. Just just throw up a little a poster in the back with the weather. It, it's hot in the fucking West Coast and cold on the East Coast. And,
0: and now in memoriam, some mumbling promos from Gary Wolf.
2: Yeah, some fucking what? them, them little fucking people that drive the little cars at the parade. The grown men with the little tassels on their head.
1: Uh, what the fuck are those guys? No, oh, the Shriners. Yeah, the Shriners. Yeah, they wear little Turkish hats.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it <laughs> looks right like
2: a, a the f- dual Farouk parade. Yeah. Right around on <laughs> their big wheels.
0: The Shriners <laughs> are here with their fezzes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Taker tape. Like, they're not going to hire a cleanup for that parade.
1: It sounds like a celebration. I don't
2: <laughs> 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 it, <it's, laughs> it
1: might be. <laughs> It's turning into one, believe me. (laughs) Throwing candy at the kids. (laughs) Gary Wolf's dad. (laughs) Here's here's some fruity tootsie rolls. Here's some fruity tootsie
2: rolls. (laughs) All kinds of of local delegates are hammering in their fucking election signs uh, along the parade site. (laughs) Roof, roof. (laughs) Don't
1: vote for wolf. Obama Obama comes out looks at the camera and he's like, "We got him." Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to I'm happy to announce to the American people, we got we got him,
0: we got him. No more. Got o- first Osama. first we got, first we got Durante
2: and then we got both. Yeah, da the <laughs> El Durante. <laughs> we. We got them. <laughs> Your children are safe today, people. <laughs> now that we've had this, now that
0: we've had fun with this and my shitty impressions
2: <laughs> back, of Walter Cronkite. Back, yeah,
0: back to ECW. Um, as the Pitbulls are uh, attacking Raven and Richards, Better
1: Walter Cronkite. Let's make it Ernie Ladd.
2: <laughs> oh, Mister Television Announcer, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mr. Television Watcher, I have to tell you about the news. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier today,
2: when I when I was in my Cadillac, I I observed
1: the heinous. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, have learned, uh, we have learned that Gary Wolf's body has been found behind a Ruckers.
2: A Ruckers. It was dumped unceremoniously.
0: <laughs> he had just finished the two for twenty
2: on his own. <laughs> he had a coupon, Mr. Tolbison <laughs> announcer. He and, and and don't you worry about why he walked out of his bill. He had a coupon, <laughs> <laughs> <all> Mr. Tolbison announcer. <laughs> that 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 fine upstanding gentleman, Mr. Gary Wolf, he had no intentions of walking out of his bill and dying in the parking lot. <laughs>
1: Died in the parking lot of a fun wreckers. <laughs> Don't start any rumors. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Nate. Sorry. It's all right. The uh you said he was still alive.
0: Ra- Raven <laughs> Raven uh of course leaves Stevie oh. high and dry, which is their gimmick brother. The Dudleys come back and attack the pit bulls to save Stevie. And then we get your this is your um what would you call it? Your ECW Insanity segment for this TV
2: taping because we always yeah. have to have one. I stopped taking notes.
0: Where everybody's fighting around the yeah yeah. I, I do the same thing. I just wrote and ECW Insanity <laughs> breaks out. <laughs> <It's> fun
2: rockers. <laughs> Holy shit!
1: It's also it's also an example of like just super quick booking. Like, we're not going to tell a story. We're just, the Dudleys are here. Pitbulls have left Raven. And now Joey's just like, oh, I guess the Dudleys are with Raven now. Here we go. Yeah. Don't worry about why. Just, just, there it is. Don't ruin a good story with the facts.
2: I mean, don't, uh, let the crowd tell you how they liked it. Did they shit on it?
0: Nope, sure didn't.
2: Nope, (laughs) they didn't. Put out their fucking rotten Actual rotten fudrucker out there. <laughs> crowd was just—they were just salivating on what's next. Bring them on up. Bring them all out. <laughs> what's Pucio doing back there?
0: Of course, shit, shit breaks loose with tables. Everybody's up by the Eagles Nest, and essentially the way this uh, segment ends is with the pit bulls carrying Luna around on their shoulders and the ECW crowd going ape shit. Um, so it did, like Chad said. Listen to the crowd. This whole thing did its job.
2: They didn't do anything. They they, they don't have to. <laughs> you know, walking and, walk and brawl, dude. That's the way. That's the way to do it. Put a camera on them, just so every fucking idiot hillbilly in the building can just yell something behind them while they're while they're brawling. <laughs> they're gonna be on TV. BWO, whatever you know. Danhausen <laughs> rules. <laughs>
0: Aaron, any uh, final comments on this segment before we, we got a <laughs> couple little
1: more things here and then we'll wrap it up? Nope, just another effective. There there wasn't anything on this show that hasn't been effective, in my opinion, and, and this worked. But by any
2: chance, did you see the, the spot where um, where they put, like, Luna? Are we there yet where they put Luna on the table?
0: Yeah, I I kind of whizzed past it. Yes. All right. Yes. Did you
2: did, did you see how 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 lame that was? How they just she just ended up in the picture, yeah. like um like she wasn't set on the table, like when they, after they set it up, like you, you could the camera kind of caught. If you look to their left, you can see I don't know whoever it was grabbing Luna, and she literally just ran over and put herself on the table. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I mean, I hope one of you guys caught that. She didn't get like you know body slams on the table or head smashed in the table and rolled on it. She got like brought over to the table and she just rolled right over the top of it and, and just lay there. It was like oh god, somebody was yelling go. And she's girl.
0: like, I hope they get this in post or I hope they get rid of this in post.
2: Yeah, it was that was definitely that was definitely um, we we have to go home. You know, hurry to hurry to fuck up. We got we got to go home gimmick right there. When I, when I saw it, I was just hoping one of you guys would have called it, but I guess she didn't. But when you go back and watch it, you'll see it. She just comes in out of nowhere <laughs> and just puts herself on the table. No assistance.
0: <laughs>
2: she was tired.
0: <laughs> well, up next we get uh, uh, Joey announcing that Eddie Guerrero has chosen Taz as his tag team par- partner for uh... – for heat wave as he will, they will be facing D Malenko and two cold Scorpio. And then we just get a, a, kind of a standard promo, nothing exciting here from Lee, Who's wearing his shades inside and uh, talking about the match coming up Saturday and, and putting Taz over as vicious, you know, but um, you know, why wouldn't Eddie pick Taz as his tag team partner, et cetera, et cetera.
2: Oh, that's a, that's a great underlining story, right? I mean, he didn't pick me. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him Pick Puccio Yeah <laughs> But uh, that's a great underlining story Why wouldn't I pick my You know My my enemy and my friend Or whatever the fuck they say Fuck yeah Taz is the man I'm, I'm gonna have him on my side I don't wanna have him on the other side Right You know If I'm gonna fight Dennis and Bobby and Jim I, I wanna have somebody That's just as bad as What I consider any of them guys are In a tag team match So I'm gonna get Taz And I can imagine Taz and oh, brother. Fuck. You know, <laughs> just. I guess, like, why did they do a gimmick where they did anything backstage where Taz was like, why the fuck me, brother? Why why, why, couldn't you put, why, couldn't you pick the fucking fat fuck over there? Yeah, you just told me Gary Wolf's still alive. I'm dealing with that. Yeah, <laughs> where the fuck? <laughs> and get him out there. Get him a payday, brother. That, <laughs> and then that Puccio fat fuck. <laughs> Get him out there. Why why you gotta pick me? All of a sudden now he's gotta put on his big orange singlet, he gotta chase in front of the boys, feel all inadequate when he's naked stand in front of us.
1: Is he really <laughs> as cranky as everybody says he was? What's that? Was he really as cranky as everybody says he was back then? He,
2: yeah, he was. But you also kinda like, you know, if you hung around him long enough, that was kind of his gimmick. You know, he's you know, cranky you, you, What's that?
1: Was it like funny cranky though? I mean, if you knew him,
2: I never, I never saw, I never saw for it. Like me and Ted ended up becoming fucking friends, you know? And shit, and it was always like, he, yeah, he bitched about everything. And he always, it, everything's a conspiracy theory. And, 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 did you hear anything, brother? Would you, you know, what you, do you know, brother? You know, I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking know anything. You know, I'm five it's, steps forward. It's Who's like, you? let's see if you don't know, I don't yeah. fucking know. Yeah, I'm, I'm way below you. I mean, what? You you want to hear me, Joe Hargood, Donnie Allen, and Dino Senov are talking about over there in the fucking corner? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure word's not coming down to us, what's happening with you. Um, yeah, you know, him and Paul always had that relationship where it was always like, Taz always thought he was going to get screwed. I mean, it, I, don't, I don't even think it even started in ECW. I think it was before that. He was always kind of worried about his height. You know, you know, he was he was big enough. What two hundred and thirty pounds? Two hundred and thirty eight pounds something around it. He was big enough to be considered a credible pro wrestler. He Just wasn't tall enough, and he could work. But he never knew that he had the mic skills until until Paul brought it out of him. You know. Mm. I mean, I'm not, I mean, go back and watch the old IWCCW tapes again, with uh, a Maniac in there with Tony Rumble. He looked, who the fuck walks around like that, you know? <laughs> and the goofy ass Fred Flintstone, you know, uh, singlet with his face all painted. And, you, know, you know, nobody lives like that. Who, the, who, hell do you think you are?
0: We close the show out, um, with a very short but effective segment with the gangsters attacking the public enemy as public enemy, um, leaves the, I think they were supposed to be leaving the arena out the back. Um, but, and then of course, a, a great promo from, from Jack on, on pretty much like I walk, I've walked around South Central. I've never seen these fucking clowns pretty much was his, his, uh, his assertion of the situation. But, um.
2: I walked around Sound Central. <laughs> I ain't never seen no public enemy. Hey, look, Mr. Mustafa. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Only, only Ox free.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it works, <laughs> that's though. It. Uh, that's the thing, though. It works with him. Like him being incoherent and just babbling and making the noises He'll and shit. He doesn't
2: know any better. <laughs> that's a shoot. He does not know any better. That's 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 New Jack to say you just sit over there and you just babble. Yeah, that's right. That's what I said. That's what he fucking did He smoked crack. You sit over there and smoke crack and babble. <laughs> all right, you sit over there and you diddle a young kid and smoke crack and babble. <laughs> All right, motherfucker. <laughs> you, go <rob> a <laughs> <store>. <laughs> you go rob a liquor store. You go rob a liquor store. Then a little kid smoke crack and babble. <laughs> you want any more? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I feel-
2: think... license. <laughs>
0: I think we can all safely say that we enjoyed this episode of the show this week because I really did. I, I mean, this is this was a great episode of ECW, and I almost wasn't expecting it to be because usually by the time we get to the next big show, we've we've exhausted all the good shit from the TV taping, so you expect that last show to be a hunk of garbage. But this was actually really good. I didn't like well, Aaron said there was nothing
1: on this show I didn't dislike. Somebody was finally smart enough, and that being Paul, to figure out that maybe we shouldn't do all of our great shit at the beginning. Maybe we should save some of it to get those last minute people that might not want to fucking show up. Like like your 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 blow-off show or your pay-per-view shouldn't be a fucking wet fart. It should be a fucking <laughs> exciting thing to get people to show up, you know? <laughs>
2: I'll finally figured it out yeah dude it, it was uh it definitely was a, it was a it was a night and day from um, the last just couple weeks alone not even though not even to mention the last couple months because because i i was telling jess i was like I, I told her at dinner tonight i literally said i don't know how to rate this show because i'm so used to giving it a fucking uh, go fuck yourself or uh I'd rather be diddling a fucking kid with a fucking Mustafa, or, uh, I, you know, they're always just terrible shows. But I'm like, dude, this show was actually fucking good. <laughs> like, I didn't mind whenever the, the, whatever, the 40, 40 minutes of watching and going, wow, that was decent, man. That was solid. And, uh, I, let's hope this is a, a, a trend in the right direction, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we finally got rid of the Todd Gordon Cabrini bullshit vibe and we're actually moving into ecw yeah uh, you know, i mean clearly we have to <laughs>
2: we, you, you know yeah all them we're, we're you know the only guy pretty much left out of the whole entire the only two couple guys that are left out of there that weren't stars there there was me and donnie right yeah i mean sam is probably the longest reigning original guy and he was there even before fucking fat ass fucking
1: dreamer was
2: I don't know why he don't walk to the ring eating a soft serve. <laughs> fucking dreamer. That guy's fucking unbelievably fat. Jesus Christ almighty. Well, other yeah, but than we that, came a long way, didn't we?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think... Uh, and, and it's only going to get better now. It, it really oh, is. Yeah, clearly. The, 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 the players are in place at this point. Um, Sabu will be back soon.
2: Um, all it took was for Shane Douglas to fucking go away. Look at that. I know, right? <laughs> Shane Douglas disappears, and all of a sudden, all of side of your television's good. And then he he's, he's off to go ruin somebody else's television. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then six all months right. later, he leaves that company, and it gets good again. <laughs> like, yeah, you've already fucked up our shit. <laughs> yeah. And then he shows up in WCW like years later, and the company folded. Everybody blames wow. Shane Douglas.
2: I always thought that I was the fucking company killer, because every company that I ever wanted to work for, like towards their dying days, as soon as I worked for them, they folded. Maybe it's not me. It's Shane.
0: It's Shane. He's the Luthes of his generation.
2: Oh, <laughs> dude, how great would it? How great would it have been instead of when they when they gave him the NWA belt? Like the you know the, the, the ten pounds of gold globe, they would have gave one of the old Luthez belts <laughs> that we were talking about earlier, <laughs> the, the one that just looks the, it looks like he's got hard boiled eggs on it around his waist. <laughs> like how how credible would ECW have looked if that was the belt that Shane would have won?
1: Throws it down and doesn't even bounce. It cracks. <laughs>
2: it is made it is hardboard eggs that are painted. And it says funk roads Frisco. <laughs> now that's a Saturday Night live skit right there. Easter How cheap ECWE uh, ECW cheap is. <laughs> they came with a belt with a hardboard eggs
1: on it. Well everybody, we're gonna sign off now <laughs> call up, They call it the cool hand loop. <laughs>
0: that's it we're out we'll see everybody next week have a great week everybody
1: he ate a bunch of eggs in the movie I know what he fucking did (laughs) he
2: couldn't eat 52 of them